0: Welcome to day 296 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul, here with uh, Cindy Kemp and David Keefe. Mm-hmm. As uh, we continue our journey through the prophets, and uh, we're reading the prophet Ezekiel, we're in a section where you know God has already pronounced judgment on Israel and judgment on Judah, and of course now He is judging the nations and bringing every nation into account for uh, who they are and what they do, you know. Before him, he's not just the sovereign Lord of Israel, but he is a creator and the sovereign Lord of the heavens and earth. So we're in the middle of a particularly really long section where uh, judgment is pronounced on Tyre. Uh, Tyre was a fortress city, uh, you know, off the off the sea coast that dominated the seas and trade in the seas, and were quite wealthy. And even Nebuchadnezzar found it challenging. Uh, to subdue you know, Tyre. It took him 13 years actually to bring it under you know, subjection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God is, uh, God is challenging the pride of this nation who has yet to fall, but will soon fall mm-hmm. as a part of it. We, we stopped last week in the middle of all of her contracts with all the people that she was doing business with. We'll pick that up in verse 18. Mm-hmm. And then we have actually a lament within a lament uh, the first part of the lament is, uh, you know, talking about the pride of Tyre. The second part is talking about the fall. So we see uh, the fall that comes after the pride in our mm-hmm. reading today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. and We thank you for reminders of how you know, short-lived and fleeting, you know, the beauty and the things of this world. You know, really are. Uh, So many times we're distracted by them, so many times we place our confidence in them, so many times we find our joy and even our identity. And um, Father, remind us of the far greater gift we have in you as the creator of heaven and earth, who has designed us for relationship with himself and has given us these good gifts uh, to deeply enjoy, to develop for his glory and, and the benefit of those around us. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 27, starting in verse 18. Uh, Damascus did business with you because of your many products and great wealth of goods. They offered wine from helbon wool from Zahar, and cask of wine from Ezal in exchange for your wares, wrought iron, kaseah, and calamus. Danan traded in saddle blankets with you. Arabian, all the princes of Kadar, the rear customers, they did business with you in lambs and rams and goats. The merchants of Sheba and Ra'ama traded with you for your merchandise. They exchanged the finest of all kinds of spices and precious stones and gold. Haran, Kenna. And Eden and merchants of Sheba, Asher, and Kalmod traded with you. In your marketplace, they traded with you beautiful garments, blue fabric, embroidered work, and multicolored rugs with cords twisted and tightly knotted. Ships of Tarshish serve as carriers for your wares. You're filled with heavy cargo as you sail to sea. Your oarsmen take you out to the high seas, but the east wind will break you to pieces far out at sea. Your wealth, merchandise, and wares, your mariners, sailors, and shipwrights, your merchants and all your soldiers and everyone else on board will sink into the heart of the sea on the day of your shipwreck. The shorelands will quake when your sailors cry out. All who handle oars will abandon their ships. The mariners and all their sailors will stand on the shore. They will raise their voice and cry bitterly over you. They will sprinkle dust on their heads and roll in the ashes. They will shave their heads because of you and put on sackcloth. They will weep over you with anguish of soul, with bitterness and mourning. As they wail and mourn over you, they will take up a lament concerning you. Who is ever silenced? Who was ever silenced like Tyre, surrounded by the sea? When your merchandise went on the seas, you satisfied many nations with your great wealth and your wares. You enriched the kings of the earth. Now you are shattered by the sea. In the depths of the water, your wares and all your company have gone down with you. All who live in the coastlands are appalled at you. Their kings shudder with horror. Their faces are distorted with fear. The merchants among the nations scoff at you. You have come to a horrible end, and will be no more. I think you know. David reminded us yesterday that uh, you know, the, the scripture often you know, speaks of uh, the humility that we are called to have before God. Jeremiah said, "Let not the wise man boast of his wisdom, or the strong man boast of his strength, or, or the rich man boast of his riches." And that is certainly you know what Tyre has done. And boasting of and placing her confidence in, in riches, and of course we're also reminded, you know, that God, you know, uh, humbles those who are proud and exalts those who, you know, humble themselves before them. And of course, this is the end, uh, you know, the horrible end to those who have taken great pride in themselves. And so you had this wonderful ship, well outfitted with sailors and uh, with all kinds of, you know, craftsmen and all kinds of warriors and now it has sunk to the depths and the hope has sunk with them
1: no it is just a a humbling picture right that they were at the height of of everyone trading with all the nations Mm -hmm. as it even said you know they had great wealth and they were actually that wealth was enriching the kings of the earth and yet the pride and the pursuit of you know materialism and and stuff was actually what brought them to their end and you know as I look even at their story it I see some of my story wrapped up in that right of, of pride and materialism and the pursuit mm-hmm. of goods and I can justify it and be like well it was never to this level or you no, know no, it, it's I not, don't have a boat that or yeah. whatever yeah. <laughs> but it it yeah. still is like there's that yeah that thing within the heart of man that we we want these things and mm-hmm. we want to pursue these things and And yet they never lead us where we think Uh, they're going to. And of course, you know, the the subtext,
0: all the prophets is a warning against idolatries. And Mm -hmm. idolatries are far more than, you know, carvings, you know, that are of wood or ivory that are overlaid in stone and silver and embedded, you know, with precious stone. Uh, There are any things that would capture the affection of our Mm -hmm. heart and steal, Mm -hmm. you know, our affections from the one to whom they rightfully belong. And when they steal our affections, they also you know, slowly but surely still our joy uh, mm-hmm. because none of these things can give us, you know, what, you know, God himself, you know, can give us. Mm-hmm. And there's, an, you, know, a, a, you know, an ironic twist here. You know, Tyre who was once the envy of the nation, now mm-hmm. the merchants of all the nations, you know, laugh, you know, because you've come to a horrible end and, and you will be no more, so how quickly wealth can turn on you? How quickly you know these alliances can turn on you? And that's to the heart of Ezekiel and to Jeremiah and Isaiah. You know, as they speak to Israel, you are trusting in the wrong things. or hope is in the wrong things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And ultimately, when these things let you down, uh, they will let you down horribly.
2: Mm-hmm. That seems to be just the constant, constant theme through the prophets. Is just the warning about the heart idolatry and it's just like you said paul um like in verse 34 now you are shattered by the sea and of course that was where you know they felt like they had the the domain or they felt like they were um certainly ruling Mm -hmm. and now they're shattered by the very thing that they worshiped and not unlike what you know idols do to us when we hang on to them, to the very end. So. Yeah,
0: and you have that your know, image you using, you know, using the image of a ship as representative of you know the nation of Tyre, that you were so loaded down that in the hour of your calamity, you know, mm-hmm. your your riches actually were a, a burden to mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and part of and part of your ultimate you know, crash or the cause of your ultimate crash, and it came hurling to the bottoms of the sea.
1: No, and we have that temptation too to even read about Tyre and read about the other nations who've been judged and and see them as a warning and understand them as a warning, but still be like, well, I mean, maybe someone else can learn a lesson from them, but there's not something for me Mm -hmm. uh, to learn as as I look at at this uh, because I can maybe balance it a little bit better or, you know, I can kind of do the Jesus thing and the, the, the pursuit of other things and, yeah, Jesus makes it so clear you can't serve you know, two masters, God and money. No, it, it's and impossible, and but we still think we can. Some for some reason, and and, know, and of course, means. you know
0: that goes back to the heart of Isaiah's you know critique. You're you're only going through the motions you know, in your relationship with the Lord. You know the things that you really love are the things that you cling on to and the things that you hold on to. and and these have been exposed over and over again. You know, as we as we've moved, you know, as we've moved to the prophets, uh, we'll have a very interesting height of you know, God's judgment on Tyre tomorrow as we see the thing taken to a completely different level uh, where he sees a reflection of in the king of Tyre not only of every one of us uh, but of the ultimate fall of man and maybe even something even more sinister as uh, we look beneath the surface. So we look forward to tomorrow for one of the most interesting passages in the Old Testament as we continue our journey through Ezekiel. Mm. Cindy, do you mind closing us with a word of prayer?
2: No, don't mind. Father, we thank you for um, the reading today, Lord. It's uh, causes us or causes me to feel extremely s- sober about um, where I place my heart's affections, Lord, and anything that is um, below seeking you and desiring you and loving you is is um, is idolatry, and it's it's. Um, it's wrong, Father, and it's just, um, it's ridiculous, but it's there. And so, Father, I ask that you, by your Spirit, um, cause me to search my own heart and see where um, I've erected idols and where I've placed affection and where I'm placing trust in anything that is less than you. So, thank you for these words. They're hard, Lord, but may they fall on fertile soil as I'm encouraged by the gospel and the work that you're wanting to do in my life and in my heart. So I thank you for that. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen.